drip it's thursday the 26th of september my god summer's over huh can't wear white after labor day is that a rule still if i wear white somebody gonna attack me gonna make me run for my uh safe place uh safe place Anyways, welcome to Views from the John, podcast number two. Isn't that fitting, huh? You like that? Views from the John, podcast number two. Get it? Like we're... (laughs) Forget it. That's my twisted sense of humor. So I learned a new song today. Something I love to do. I don't know if anybody else is this crazy. I love to take old songs, you know, songs I've heard a billion times and change the lyrics into something wildly crazy that doesn't fit what the original song was about, you know. Like I was singing a lot, uh, I don't even know who does this, uh, you know. I believe I can fly, I believe I can touch a guy, or wait, touch a, it's touch the sky, okay. No, for a second there, you know, so I don't know, yeah. For some reason, my crazy ass was walking around the house today singing, I believe I can fly, I believe I could touch a guy, even though I don't believe I could. Nothing against the, uh, you know, those with those tendencies. Just not for me. So yeah, I uh, spent quite a bit of time yesterday bitching on the podcast about the uh, Massachusetts vape ban. Uh, Don't have much to say about it. If you listen to me rant yesterday on the podcast, if you made it through that horror show, I thank you. But uh, I spent quite a bit of time bitching and complaining about my quitting smoking product getting banned because a couple kids put uh, some toxic stuff in a in a canister and smoked it. Now I have to pay the price. But hey, if you smoke cigarettes, you're safe. <laughs> Everybody's dying from those, but you know, a couple people die from some crazy shit in an empty. Uh, you know, pod and everybody freaks out. So basically my plan is I'm not letting this beat me. I'm not going back to smoking cigarettes. There is no effing way I am letting that happen. There's a lot of people with a lot of crazy conspiracies now about this uh, ban. Like it, it literally makes such little sense that you know everybody has to run for the hills of the, the the crazy conspiracy theories like i saw a meme today or a meme is that what they call them a meme today of uh what is it uh, like the new president of jewel 
you know, wearing his uh, Marlboro hat. I guess Marlboro or Camel cigarettes or Pfizer, whoever the hell. Alfred Morris, or is that a football player? Morris and Morris? Whoever that company is that owns all the, you know, big tobacco. Now they're going to run uh, the vape industry. I'm out, bro. Sorry. I told you guys I was smoke, uh, close to quitting vape. It was just a means to the end for me. And uh, once I run out of juice, uh, I'm going on the gum. I'm taking the gum. I'm going to be on the gum. So watch out. I'm going to be even more... <laughs> gonna be more I'm gonna be even more irritable than than uh, than normal I wanted to take a minute to thank uh, some new subscribers this podcast is now all over the world for people to run from uh, it is up on uh, God when I go live with this it gets uploaded to uh, to uh, what iTunes Spotify uh, Twitcher uh, YouTube, all the social media channels. This podcast is uh, produced and sponsored under Reality Drip Productions. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank uh, some new subscribers. I had quite a wildly popular video on my YouTube channel that had to do with uh, with. Uh, What's his face? All I'm thinking about is somebody. the comment that somebody left underneath it. Oh, Adam Carolla. I screen captured uh, the roast of uh, Alec Baldwin. Just the part where Adam Carolla stood up and just started tearing into the cancel, uh, the cancel culture. And I released that to my YouTube channel. Three days. Going on four days. It had 20,000 views before Viacom, you know? Any YouTuber out there will instantly know Viacom. Viacom is the company that owns Comedy Central. The second they get a whiff, <laughs> even a whiff, that you're using any of their material uh, on YouTube, it's gone. Even though it's not monetized. I wasn't using it to profit. I just thought it was a cool thing that Adam Carolla did. Because that's what it's coming to. All these social justice warriors, man, complaining about anything and everything. Now they're coming after comedians. And uh, I just love how everybody stood up to it. Remember that? Like a month ago when Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones came out? The five reviewers that reviewed it were just appalled. Yet it got a 99% approval rating from the fans. If that isn't a big F you to this cancel culture that's going to try to cancel comedians out from being able to be funny, forget it. Sorry. The moment humanity loses our sense of humor, that's when it's really going to end, okay? Let's, let's retain our sense of humor, huh? No, but seriously, I got some great feedback on the cast yesterday. I wasn't really even making an effort. I was just ticked off that uh, my uh, my jungle juice was taken away from me. So, uh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I thank all the new subscribers since that new video uh, that was trending came down that have stuck with me and I've started subscribing to the podcast. I'm going to do it as often as possible. I got a lot to say. Uh, so yeah, um, I wanted to tell you guys about a story.
And this is a crazy one. This is a crazy one. And and it's a crazy it's a crazy reaction that I had to it. And I like to call this story triggered because a woman was triggered by something that was 199% her own doing. And then I was triggered by how triggered she got, okay? So let me paint the picture for you. Um, in my car, at a complete stop, in front of a grocery store, just in front of a sidewalk letting people cross, and a lady comes charging out of the grocery store, which is right next to the parking lot, head down, in her phone, doesn't even look, just literally just walks straight out of the door from the store into the parking lot. And she walked into the side of my car. She literally bounced off the side of my parked car as I'm letting people cross, completely still. What do you think her reaction was? <laughs> She freaked out at me. Like, <laughs> she just freaked out at me. And I sat there for a second and I'm like, no. I said, no, 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 no. I don't know if the mood just struck me right, if there was something in the air. Maybe I was feeling frisky. But I said, no. There is no effing way that some woman is going to freak out at me because she walked into the side of my car. So, I drive a manual transmission, so I put that car in neutral, I pulled up the e-brake, and I got out, and I looked at her, and I said, lady, what is your problem? I said, you gotta look, you don't just go charging out into a street. She's like, well, I have the right of way, I'm on a sidewalk, and I said, no, you're nowhere near the sidewalk, ma'am, you know? I just let her have it. I yelled at her, I lost my temper. And then I noticed, as I'm about to get back in my car, there's a whole scene of people around just just staring at me, going off on this lady, just calling her an idiot, you know? I'm saying, listen, lady, you got to have some common sense here. You don't just go charging out of a store into a road. I said, I'm driving a 4,000-pound vehicle. What if I had been doing 15 miles an hour like everyone else? Somebody would have literally hit her. She was fortunate that she walked into the side of my car. But her reaction to get pissed off at me, what did I do? Why does nobody seem to take responsibility for their own actions these days? It's always someone else's fault, right? So, me being the prick that I am, with the crowd that I had now gathered around with this ridiculousness, <laughs> I just had to shout out the most disruptive, you know, thing I could possibly spew out of my mouth so I so I yelled vote Trump <laughs> and I got back in my car and I took off and I just instantly felt better about my psychoness you know you know almost like going to a to a million man march and screaming out that there's only a hundred thousand of you you know just the most asinine ignorant stupid thing I could possibly yell out just to trigger people but that's what happens man people are just bouncing off each other you ever seen that movie crash with uh, all those great actors in it you know Sandra Bullock Don Sheetle 
Ryan Felipe Philippi. I don't know. Sorry. Great friggin' movie. Great friggin' movie. Oh yeah, what's his face is uh, in it? Uh, God, every time I try to think of somebody's name off the top of my head, my brain just freezes. Did you get that? Is that old age? Is that my 40 years old catching up to me? Or I can't think of somebody's name? Ludicrous. Damn it. That movie. I believe that movie won some awards. It had to. That movie Crash. Fantastic movie. That's pretty much what we're doing, people. We're crashing off each other. Just oblivious. And that's a perfect uh, little story for you. But I won't do that again. It just that was the that was the first time I experienced that level of just pure craziness in my life, to the point where somebody just literally like, you know, just crashed their car into a building and then they got out and like yelled at the building, like the building had anything to do with it. That was exactly what this woman did. So I don't know. I can't stand by and get yelled at by some crazy lady because she walked into me. I just can't do it. Another thing I wanted to talk about was, I keep asking anybody that goes on YouTube if they started watching any kind of reaction videos. Reaction videos are a new thing out there now. Or maybe they're not new. I've been watching them all summer. And uh, there's a couple channels, YouTube channels in particular, that i got to give props to. Uh, all these people are doing, but it's brilliant, is they literally film themselves you know, on their webcam or whatever, reacting to comedy or music for the first time on their YouTube channel. So you get to sit along and react along with them. And uh, I tell you, watch comedy or like a comedy special by yourself and then watch it with two extremely funny guys on YouTube and tell me that it isn't 50,000 times funnier. And one of the best, no, the best uh, comedy channel, reaction comedy channel, on YouTube, every time they post a video, I laugh my balls off, Frankenstein's Lab, if you guys ever hear this, you guys are friggin' phenomenal, I haven't, I've, I literally choke laughing every time I watch you guys react to any comedy, even if I've seen the clip 50 times, when I go back and watch it again with you guys, I choke, I choke, I laugh so hard. You guys are awesome. In terms of music and breaking down music, and, he, and he's even uh, starting to get into comedy, it's my buddy Shaq from, from South Carolina, where I used to roam. No Life Shaq. Three separate words. No Life Shaq. Check him out. He is absolutely hilarious. He speaks the truth. He keeps it real. He's a good man. And just watch him break down comedy videos and react to stuff. Watch him break down rap and music and hip-hop. The guy's got a uh, doctor degree, a doctorate degree in uh, bar barology, you know, breaking down lines. Uh, the guy is brilliant. I absolutely love watching him. I think he's one of the greatest characters on YouTube. Great, great dude. And then that first channel, again, check them out. If you want to laugh, I don't care if you've seen a clip a billion times, like my favorite comedian of all time, if you didn't hear me say it 50 times yesterday, 
is Bill Burr, okay? Now, I've seen everything Bill Burr's ever done a thousand times. And I can watch these guys, watch a Bill Burr clip, and I just lose my shit with them. Just losing my shit. That's how much more fun it is to just laugh with somebody else. And these guys are the best. So if you're feeling down or you just want to laugh, go to Frankenstein's Lab YouTube channel. Incredible. You're going to thank me for it. Another thing I wanted to get to today is uh, reality shows. It seems like everything on TV now pretty much is a reality show. And I don't think people get that uh, it's not actual reality. You know? <laughs> Does anybody realize that? The only difference between a reality show and, let's say, a drama is that one has professional actors and the one uses real people. It's scripted, it's produced, it's set up, it's all a lie. <laughs> so, I don't, I hate to burst your bubble. I don't know if, you know, I don't know if I'm the equivalent of telling you that Santa Claus isn't real, that the Easter Bunny doesn't exist, or the Tooth Fairy, or the uh, Stork. But, uh, yeah, reality shows aren't really reality, my friends. Now, they call some documentary investigative type of shows reality and I don't think those are necessarily faked but they're definitely scripted they're produced they're planned out it's not real life people it's not reality the real housewives they are real people they are actual housewives they are crazy but you don't think that uh, out of the billions of hours of footage they have that they can't edit some footage together to make one person look great and the other person look like a prick? Yeah, that happens. Um, I don't really watch that kind of stuff on TV, but I have to tell you, one show I have been watching this entire summer is Below Deck Mediterranean. If anybody is obsessed with that show like I am, write me on any of our social medias. I would love to talk to you about it. Nobody else I'm friends with watches that show. Well, there's one lady I talk to that does, but she doesn't make time for me. That's you, Leslie, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, she is the female voice that you heard at the end of yesterday's podcast. That song, uh, Not Built That Way. Okay? That's her. Phenomenal lady. Her name's Leslie. All right? Anyways. Um, I just completely lost my train of thought, giving her props now. Oh yeah, reality show. Oh, uh, Below Deck Mediterranean. Below Deck Mediterranean follows yachties. Yachties are, you know, basically these 20-somethings, you know, 20-something-year-old kids from all over the world that work together on a 200-foot yacht out in the middle of the, uh, French, you know, Mediterranean there. And, uh... You know, people charter the boat for three, four days, and they just, you know, almost like a real world, they just follow the uh, the yachties that work on the yacht around. And uh, I think it's brilliant. But it's a classic, it's a classic instance of, you know, that production team films the whole season that they're on the yacht, but they only piece together certain footage. Of people so they can paint somebody out to be 
an ass and they can paint somebody out to be awesome, right? We all screw up in real life, don't we? What if a camera was following you around for a week and then edited together, edited together only clips of you screwing up, you know, and then released that? Wouldn't the world just think you were just a complete dick? Just in every clip, you're just being an asshole, you know? So, uh, and the reason I mention this is because, because I'm so deeply immersed again in social media, you know, just literally people watching. You know, you ever people watch? You ever go downtown some, some you know, some place and just watch people? Just look at them? You know? That's what I like doing on social media. I just like watching people fight. I like looking at... I like watching President Trump argue at 3 in the morning with people on Twitter telling people he's not racist. It's <laughs> fucking classic, dude. You know? That's entertainment, man. That's our president, bro. We're living in some great times. In what other time and in what other country can you just hop on social media and argue with a president, you know? Maybe that's why people like, some people like Trump, huh? Because you can just hop on social media. I don't know. But anyways, this show, um, the reason I'm talking about this is because people watch these reality shows. And they think it's really reality. Like, that's how you are. And then they go and attack these people that were on the reality show. And they're like, you're a bitch. Or, why did you do this? Or, I think you suck. And it's like, no. You saw footage that was edited together that made me look like a prick. But you know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to give you a classic example. The captain of the Scirocco, that is the name of this 200-foot yacht on this reality show, Below Deck Mediterranean, it's on Bravo. It's awesome. If you like reality shows like that, watch it. Um, the captain of this boat, her name's Captain Sandy Yawn. And I tell you, I've gone back and forth this season on how I feel about her. But you know what? I came to the conclusion she's a good egg. She really is. But it's crazy how in the editing room they can edit you to look like a moron or they can edit you to look like a hero that isn't reality okay so just keep that in mind next time you want to go and you know yell at captain sandy because i literally saw P Cap uh, captain sandy of this show she's a real person with real feelings attacked on social media for multiple things across this season and the thing is it's her yacht. Well, okay, she doesn't own the yacht. She was chartered to be the captain of it, which means she is responsible of it, uh, responsible for it. Every aspect of it. It gets dinged, it gets dinged, it gets damaged, somebody gets hurt, somebody dies on it. It's on her ass, okay? It's her ship. But she did not pick the cast. These are all yacht, you know, yachties that worked in the industry. But the production company picked them not the captain so when people go on social media and start screaming to this real person about how she screwed up about the chef that she hired and all that stuff she didn't hire 
that Mila Chef, the production company, did. And then she was left in a really tough situation where she had a third stew that had, uh, you know, cooking experience. She was in the middle of a season and had no chef, you know, she had, you know, but she didn't hire the chef. The production company hired a chef that was supposed to be able to cook fine dining meals that you would expect when you're paying 200 grand on a, you know, to be on a yacht for four days. And uh, she just couldn't hack it. She couldn't make, uh, she couldn't toast, you know, she couldn't make toast. She couldn't make spaghetti or pancakes and all sorts of crazy stuff. So I highly doubt that Captain Sandy knew that. But yet you have idiots that think this show is real and that she actually made that decision and that she would be that reckless. It's, it's production, people. If everything went swimmingly on a reality show and just worked out and there was no drama, nobody would watch it. Just like I was talking about yesterday. That's why I don't watch the nightly news. Because the nightly news is biased. They can report it 15 different ways. Certain stations left, uh, lean left. Certain stations lean right. They're controlled by the government. I subscribe into all that stuff. So, you know what? I just concentrate on my life and trying to make the things around me and, uh, you know, in my community a better place. But I'm not going to get all involved in the impeachment and yelling and screaming and pulling my hair out. Okay? I'm not reaching for my emotional support animal. I'm not reaching for medication. I'm not reaching for drugs. I'm not reaching for cigarettes. I'm just reaching for comedy, man. I'm embracing friendship. I'm embracing positivity. I want to be 18,000 miles away from anybody that's negative right now. Anybody. Because I am living proof because I have suffered from depression in my life. That if you sit around feeling sorry for yourself and you do nothing, nothing is going to fucking happen for you. Nothing. The day that you decide to pull yourself up from the bootstraps, pull yourself together, say I have one life to live Time is going by, and just go out and live, man. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. I stopped feeling sorry for myself. I put myself back out there, rekindled friendships, started a friggin' production company, decided at age 41 I was going to uh, you know, be a, be a podcaster, be a YouTuber, run a production company, start up another band, you know? I'm doing all that stuff right now. I want to get my pilot's license. I'm huge into aviation. Huge. Always wanted to be an airline pilot. But was always discouraged by just how much training and how much money it takes to do it. It's nuts. It is crazy. You know, just to get your pilot's license to fly around a little, you know, Cessna or Cherokee, not too big of a deal. But it's going to require you about, you know, 15, 20 grand to do it. And if you want to get your instrument rating, meaning you can fly into clouds, it's going to take you more time and more money. And if you want to fly a multiple engine plane that has jets on it, as opposed to propellers, it takes you a lot longer. And if you want to fly like a Gulfstream for a corporate company like NetJets, which I would love to do, that's going to require me to do about two straight years of flying. 
and I've already picked out a flight school in Arizona. So I'm either going to be a rock star, <laughs> a podcaster, a comedian, or something, a pilot. But you will never find me ever again inside of a jailhouse cubicle or working at some miserable job. I used to do that, man. I used to wake up every day absolutely hating life because I had to get in my car and drive to a job every day that I just despised. You ever had that feeling? You just wake up every morning. It's like Groundhog Day with, you know, Bill Murphy. Just everything sucks. You just wake up. You're tired. You're not motivated. You're not looking forward to going in and doing what you're doing. You're not getting paid enough. The boss is an asshole. There's no 401k. Your health insurance just went up. You know? Water bill just came in. It's three times higher. You know, it, you know, you don't need that shit. Why is it we can't live in a world where just we just put people to work doing what they're interested in? You know, I think maybe higher civilizations might act like that, where they have no no money system, no government, just everybody just you know, everybody just works for everybody and just shares you know resources. You need clothes? Here you go. You need a TV set? Here you go. You need a new iPhone? You know? Here you go. You work, we give you what you need, we educate you, and all that stuff. But, I don't know, maybe that's a bad theory because then nobody would want to clean shit off a floor, right? Nobody would want to serve your 300-pound ass, you know, quarter-pounders quarter through a drive through window, right? You can't tell me anybody wants to be there, right? Does anybody wake up wanting to go into work at McDonald's? I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't. But if it came between me having to work at McDonald's minimum wage and being homeless, I'll take the McDonald's. But that's not where I want to be. But I tell you, if you're just content with going to work every day and just being miserable, that's where you're going to be. I'm telling you, man opportunities are not just going to fall into your lap you want to change things you want to change your life the first thing you got to change is your attitude positive thinking positive vibes people pick up on that positivity they pick up on that vibe people want to be around funny positive people they don't want to be around fucking mopey people unmotivated people you know but i get it I was unmotivated for a long time because I was depressed. Why was I depressed? Because I've been through some ill shit in my life. All right? That's none of your business. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into uh, that stuff later. But anyways, reality shows. Below Deck Mediterranean. Great show. Just understand that it's not actual reality. It is scripted. I mean, they don't read a script. And they're not actors. But it's edited together in a way where it's basically follows a storyline okay you know speaking of uh reality shows there's one i have to call out and my god if you're out there listening i hope this gentleman one day listens to this podcast or i get a chance to meet him i would love to have him come on this show okay one thing i i believe in a lot of people don't a lot of people do a lot of people have had experiences. I haven't. I believe in the paranormal. And what is the definition of the paranormal? 
the definition of paranormal is something that happens, right, that science can't explain. You know, all of a sudden there's a ball of light in your living room. What is it? Is it a ghost? I don't know. But you could probably consider it paranormal, right? Because there isn't kind of any scientific explanation for a ball of light to be floating around, you know? You walk into your daughter's room like in The Exorcist and her head spins around and she pukes pea soup, you know? Are you going to take her into the doctor and think she's got a stomach ache? Or, or are you going to call the Catholic Church, you know? What are you going to do, you know? I think sometimes people really do find themselves in extraordinary situations when they're literally staring something in the face that they never contemplated before, they've never believed in, but they're looking at it. You know? I think it happens. I don't think it's a hallucination. Uh, I don't think it happens anywhere near as often as people claim it does. But I do believe that there are things that go bump in the night where noises are made by things we can't explain. Whether it's, uh, you know, ghosts or the dead communicating from the other side. I have whole long friggin' theories on that. I don't want to go into that now, but, uh, anyways, I believe in this subject. I believe it's a subject that is being researched, should be researched, but the reality shows have taken it to a whole nother level, and this is my point. I have to call out Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel with Zach Bagans. This guy is a Z-list loser celebrity. This guy literally drives around a $300,000 car around Las Vegas, right? But he's got no friends. And then while his crew that literally co-started that show with him years ago, when he was nobody, just a dude with a camera that went into an old building and got scared by some stuff, right? You know? Those guys are driving around minivans, struggling. And this guy's driving around Las Vegas in a $300,000, like, uh, Rolls Royce and shit, right? But <laughs> that's not even my beef with him. I just, I'm just talking shit. Um, my beef is that the fans of that show are rabid. Rabid. If you even question that anything they're doing on that show is fake, people literally will attack you. I don't know what it is. Has he, uh, has he put something in your drink? You know? I don't, but literally, let me spell this out for you, if you've never seen this show, okay? And let me tell you how it all works, okay? You never see any real proof, ever, on this show, of the existence of anything. Everything is a noise, or a movement, or a sound, or something caught off camera. It's all them in a dark room freaking out, okay? That's the first thing. Even if you take a hardcore non-believer or skeptic into a building that is supposedly extremely haunted in the pitch dark and you make some noises, people are going to freak out. It doesn't mean it's paranormal. But they think it is. They think literally every noise in that place that they're in it is a ghost. Up, oh, they're here. You know? No, they're not. Okay? Not every noise, not every sound, not every weird feeling is a ghost, bro. I'm sorry. And if you're buying that shit, I got some, uh, some stock to sell you. Alright? 
Now, it doesn't stop there, okay? They have all these supposed scientific devices that detect ghosts. But let's talk about these devices really quick, okay? These devices, uh, aside from a digital recorder, which you can supposedly record EVP, electronic voice phenomena, I don't know, I've tried it, the shit don't work for me, but they supposedly catch crystal clear voices that just weren't there, but all of a sudden show up on their recorder. You're telling me in post-production that couldn't be, that voice couldn't be produced? You're telling me that that recorder that you're handing couldn't have been engineered by an engineer to have voice files already loaded onto it? All those machines that you walk around, those different ghost meters, they are built by someone who doesn't even believe in the paranormal. I forget his name. They've talked about him on the show. I forget his name. The dude that builds the ghost hunting devices doesn't believe in ghosts. So all these devices that they're using, that they're trying to prove to you that they're detecting shit, they could all be rigged people to light up and do all sorts of shit. None of this is real. So what Zach Bagans in this show is doing is basically making a complete mockery of an actual, real, interesting science that exists. But it isn't as torturous and as obvious and as blatant as he makes it out to be. I have repeatedly asked him over the years to appear on any kind of a show that might challenge anything that he's done, and he won't do it. I challenge you, Mr. Bagans, or anybody listening, if you're a fan of his, make him listen to this. I'm not a non-believer. I am a non-believer in you, sir. I believe your bank account is getting fat because you're tricking people. And hey, more power to you if you can do it, I guess, right? You know? But it kind of pisses me off, man. Because you have co-creators of that show that are driving around minivans while you're pushing a $300,000 whip. What's up with that, man? You know? $50,000 car wouldn't be enough for you? A nice BMW, like, M3 or something? Take that $250,000 and donate it to me? <laughs> I don't know, man. But seriously. I mean, do me a favor. If you've never seen the show, just pull it up on demand and try watching it. And tell me that you can't rationally, with just common sense, find a hole in every single thing that is on that show. And I'm not a skeptic. I believe. I've never had a paranormal experience. Ever. I would probably shit my pants if I did. I'm not saying I want one, but I believe in it. I'm not naive. I'm not naive enough to think that uh, this world is just what we see. Okay, there's a way more to it. And if you really think there isn't, congratulations. A great man told me once that a naive mind is a safe mind. Keep that in your head. A naive mind is a safe mind. You want to think that there aren't really UFOs flying around our skies right now, even though the, our government admitted it two years ago? People still don't want to believe it. Believe it. There are literally crazy craft traveling at inhuman speeds around our skies on a daily basis now this has been happening since the 40s they've been talking about it theorizing about it but nobody seems to be paying attention but there's people out there now that are really paying attention 
And if you want to watch a good show, this isn't a reality show. It's scripted because you have to script a, a show, even if it's an investigative show, like 60 Minutes. But that's what this is. It's called Contact. The show is called Contact. It's either on the Discovery Channel or it's on Science Channel. It's literally all ex or current military that worked for the government. They have top secret clearance. A lot of them worked in the ATIP program, which was the government's secret UFO investigation program that ended in 2017. With the Freedom of Information Act, they went out and got a whole bunch of files. They turned it into a database. They've been investigating all these leads and just watch the show and look what they turned up. But that's, that's not even the proof I needed. It's all over the news. You seen the Tic Tac UFO, the Nimitz incident on the aircraft carriers? These craft are literally following uh, our battle carrier groups around into the Persian Gulf. And from what I'm hearing, our government knows about it and they don't know what to do. They don't know who it is. We don't. Apparently, the Russian government has long suspected it was our advanced technology. We long suspected, we long expected it was Russian technology. We don't know. I'm not saying this is aliens, okay? I don't, I'm not saying ET is here, okay? But uh, if you think that we're the only intelligent life that exists in the infancy of space, then, uh, alright, keep drinking that Kool-Aid, buddy. So yeah, uh, reality shows, man. They're not reality. And Ghost Adventures just literally is one of those shows that just is laughable and makes a mockery of that science. And uh, I don't know why it's allowed. I don't know why the fans of it are so rabid about it. I really don't. I've heard from people that know that man personally that he's not cool. He's not nice. He doesn't care about his fans. I truly don't think he does. I just have this meter, man. I have this sense about people, and I just get the sense that he is just uh, a phony, an absolute phony in everything he does. He's just not cool. I think his fame, I think his little bit of D-list fame, and the little bit of money he's made has completely gone to his head. He is not that kid that just was out for the passion of trying to prove to people that ghosts were real. He is now running basically a magic show on TV with props that make it look like you're looking at ghosts and shit. You're not. Sorry. Sorry to burst your uh, reality bubble. So I was asking for directions the other day, right? Now, the reason I wanted directions because sometimes my GPS or my navigation in my car or my phone will make me go crazy ways and there's crazy construction around here, right? So I'm asking this guy, and I'm asking, how do I get to the highway? How do I get back to the Mass Pike? Right? And he's like, uh, all right, you go this way, you go that way, you go that way, right? You ever have somebody give you directions, right? And then they go, well, maybe you might be better off going this way. And I'm just looking at the dude like, seriously? Maybe I might, I might be better off going that way? What way? The way you just told me? Or this new way you're thinking of now. I might be better off? I don't know. Am I better off? Or or might I be? Which way am I going? Why can't you just say, okay, you go down here, you take a left, you go down here, you take a right, there you are. 
you know, you're giving me all these crazy different ways. You're telling me, well, maybe you might be going off better this way, but, ah, you know, you know, maybe you want to go this way, you know, maybe you want to get John really, really, really angry and even more road raged out than he already is. <laughs> you know, think about that. I know it's a really rare thing for guys, even before uh, we had navigation systems in our cars and, you know, we had phones that, uh, had navigation on it we didn't like asking for directions but i'm sure if you're maybe 35 or older at some point you might have asked for directions and i'm sure somebody might have gave you five different ways to go and said eh maybe you better be off this way or you know that way and the, you know you're confusing me buddy you know i like it simple meat and potatoes you know keep it simple Left, right, there you are. Bingo. And yeah, man, that's about all I can think of for today. It's late. I'm tired. I got to work. Unfortunately, uh, you know, the production company's not quite paying the bills. Uh, the musician, the ship I do on the side, not quite paying the bills. But uh, got some pretty big opportunities happening in life for me right now some of which I cannot discuss yet with the public. But uh, big things are on the horizon for me. And uh, anybody and everybody out there who's listening, who has supported me or is supporting me or will be supporting me, I can't thank you enough. Because honestly, it's there's two sides to this equation. You know? I have to be good at what I do in podcasting, talk about things that might interest you in a way that you might find funny. There's some people that will listen to me that'll turn me off that probably don't think I'm funny at all or interesting or any of the shit I'm talking about. I don't know. I would listen to me if I was driving to work or home from work or wherever you guys listen to your podcast. You know? What if we're on the toilet? Views from the John. You ever just been sitting on the toilet staring out your window if you have a window in your bathroom? I got one in my bathroom. I don't tend to look out the window, though. I don't want anyone looking back at me. I'm poop shy, man. I could never poop in one of those latrines they have at the, uh, you know, at the at the basic training there, where everybody's got to poop in front of each other. <laughs> Dude, I would be constipated for months, bro. There's no effing way I could pull down my shit and just poop in front of another dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Nothing against any of that stuff. I just can't. I'm poop shy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would... I would... I, I would... I would die of sepsis. My large intestine would burst. I wouldn't be able to do it. I remember going to Fenway Park. If anyone's ever been to Fenway Park back in the day in the men's room, right? They didn't have urinals. They didn't have bathroom stalls in the bathroom of Fenway Park in the 80s. It was literally like a giant trough. And everybody just had to whip their, you know junk out and just pee into this giant trough now i had an issue with that as a kid you know it was one thing if i had a little bit of privacy but i just couldn't whip my shit out you know not when i was sober at least and just go in a trough with a bunch of other guys around me sorry man you know just not my show but uh that's what you had to do at fenway park it was either that or you had to hold it you had to literally piss in front of another dude a bunch of other dudes into this trough 
No privacy. I don't think that would uh, work in this day and age, would it? No gender neutral, neutral bathroom. You know? You got one choice. Either get a pee in a giant trough or hold it. So yeah, if I couldn't pee in a trough in front of another dude, I don't think I'm going to be able to have a BM in front of another dude. Not unless somebody slips uh, some kind of a, you know, somebody uh, pulls a, what, Stifler did that to, uh, what's his face, Finch, right? Remember that? Good old American Pie. What, part one, right? Slips a bunch of uh, X-lax in his uh, cappuccino. Has to run to the bathroom. And he gets over his fear. I guess that's one way to do it. I guess in that case I could go. I wouldn't give a shit who was standing there. But uh, on regular poo days, there are no way that I could go in front of uh, anybody. No way. Even when I was living with my fiance back in the day, before she freaked out. That's another story. Another tragic, tragic uh, notch in my bedpost. <laughs> That's a story for another time. But uh, yeah, even when I was living with a girl, man. She could pee in front of me. I could pee in front of her. No problem. Even sometimes when I have company over, I won't even shut the door. I'll just pee. No problem. But, uh, poo, door shut. Privacy issues, man. Privacy issues. All right, everybody. This is the end of the podcast. I'm going to choose a uh, song to play at the end of each cast. I don't know what it's going to be yet. But the uh, the name of the artist and a lot of what I'm going to put in there, by the way, is bands that I am in or I was in. I'm going to be featuring a lot of that music, uh, that band If Again that I uh, had posted at the end of yesterday's podcast. That was a band that I was in. Still know all the people, great people. We were around in uh, 2001 to 2003. Uh, the drummer of that band is a drummer I'm currently in a project with. Great dude named Joe. Very close with Leslie the singer. Okay, Josh, bass player. Great dude. We had a lot of guest musicians join us too over the years. Aaron Lovejoy, shout out. Kevin Bias, shout out. Great dudes. Uh, so yeah, going to be posting a lot of music, uh, of my own music at the end of some of these casts. And if you ever want to know exactly what the song is or the artist or any of that stuff you can see it in the description especially on uh, uh the you know the uh the youtube there all right everybody love each other laugh be safe and we'll talk to you later Are you here? Cause baby I thought I saw you Are you here? I thought I felt your breath On my face I'm still here
Speak to me